The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our discussion about one of the fastest growing platforms in the organic and paid social space, Quora. Joining us is J.D. Prater, who is an evangelist at Quora, which is a Q&A platform that empowers people to share and grow the world's knowledge. J.D. is responsible for raising the visibility of Quora amongst brands and marketers. And yesterday, we talked about why brands should prioritize Quora as an organic marketing channel. And today, we're going to turn the conversation to discuss how Quora is breaking into the paid social advertising space. Okay, here's the rest of our interview with J.D. Prater, an evangelist at Quora. J.D., welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me back on. I'm excited to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about how people can start putting their content onto Quora and what some of the benefits they get there. And the idea here is that you're potentially going to get some visibility from Google. Quora ranks very well in Google. And you're also going to be taking advantage of the community that Quora has built that's looking for answers. Today, I want to turn the conversation to look a little bit more into how you can expedite your growth using the Quora platform, specifically the new ad platform. So first off, let's just go over a little of the history of the ad platform for Quora. How old is it? What are some of the products? Give us the lay of the land. This is where we're pretty excited. I mean, we are now officially like two years old. <laughs> so we got a lot of ground to catch up on. We are always going to get compared to Google, who's been around since 2000. And then you got Facebook, because really, I think their first ad was like 2007. So we know that marketers are very familiar with those two platforms, always going to be compared to them. But we're making strides into really kind of catch up with that. And one of the things that I'm probably most proud of is Quora actually launched with a conversion pixel. And that's really to show you that we're really focused on performance marketers. So if you're out there and you're really trying to drive leads, you're trying to drive traffic, Quora could be a really great platform for you to consider. I don't know a lot about launching ad platforms, but I do know a lot about two-year-olds. Is your ad platform starting to throw hissy fits and tantrums? 
That's such a good question. That's a parenting joke for those of you who are in your 20s listening to this podcast and don't have kids yet. <laughs> oh, you are. I'm sleep deprived and very patient. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about the ad platform and not about my home life. You mentioned that Quora is focused on performance marketers that you have a conversion pixel. You know, you're taking advantage of some of the technology innovations that have happened since some of the social ad platforms and digital marketing platforms have come of age. Talk to me about your ad products. I know in our last episode, we talked a little bit about sponsored posts. What are the products that you have that marketers can take advantage of? We talked a little bit about those promoted answers last episode. And so kind of continuing that conversation is we have two other ad products as well. We have an image ad and a text ad. So no real surprise. Whenever we launched, we launched with a text ad that makes complete sense for Cora. And then we eventually rolled out an image ad, which looks very similar to a text ad, except now you get a little thumbnail image right next to it. That's a really great way for you to help stand out in the Cora platform. It is very similar to like a Facebook image ad. So it's not going to be as big, but we use the similar sizing. So for you guys running Facebook ads, you'll be able to take that creative, reuse it on Quora. And pro tip for you is really be careful with the amount of text that you're putting into that image because it'll be difficult to read if you get too much because it really is more like a thumbnail image. So make it big, but also play around with different colors. That's also going to help you stand out in that white newsfeed. So there's a couple different ad platforms. One is a traditional text ad, more of a competitive ad product to, let's say, Google AdWords, where somebody is on Quora looking for whatever question they're answering, and you're able to insert your advertising, I'm assuming, up at the top of the page. Yeah. So we have a couple of different targeting options for you. So this is where we can really kind of match audience intent in the right context. And that's where we really think Quora is the most powerful whenever we think about that. The intent of the audience coming to Quora is they're looking for an answer, they're looking to learn, and then you're able to place your ad in the right context. Not necessarily when people are passively scrolling, maybe on social media because they're bored, but because they're actually here to learn. So the different types of targeting that you can do is you just mentioned a question. You can target very specific questions and put an ad right there. That one is like low funnel. Don't expect that to scale, but it is a really great way to align and make sure that you're at least on the right ones. Kind of moving up from there, you can do topics. So a topic is a bunch of questions and you can align it there. Last episode, we were talking about MarTech tools. So maybe you want to target MarTech tools, that topic, and put ads on that topic. That'll be the contextually relevant ads. We also have behavioral. And this is where Cora gets to play in with search and social. So that search we just talked about was contextual. That interest-based targeting is where you get to have a little fun. People that are interested in MarTech tools, people that are interested in your type of product, your keywords, your topics, you can also target them on Quora. So you get to experiment and play around a little bit. So you can market against specific questions, specific topics, and then you can target for people that have looked at those types of questions, but are not necessarily actively searching for answers in those fields. That is correct. So it'll be, they looked at it, maybe they wrote a question, maybe they upvoted, maybe they follow. So it's that engagement that they have shown us that they're interested in it. The way that I'm thinking about the difference between this ad platform and some of the other ones that I've used and we've tested for the MarTech podcast and talked about on this show, let's say LinkedIn, for example, you can target somebody specifically on what their job title is, right? What industry they work in, 
Facebook, you have all sorts of broad interest targeting. You get these very large potential audiences, but you have to have an understanding and you have to basically be able to refine and hone in on getting the right audience because you can blow your budget because the audience is so large. Instagram will throw in that bucket as well. This is more about somebody having an indication of learning a specific topic as opposed to having a title or just fitting into a demo or geo target. Yeah, that's correct. And that's where we can help. And you nailed it spot on. So LinkedIn really is like, I have this persona. I know that they are going to buy this thing, right? So it's really that HR software type of thing. But maybe someone is reading about what is the best HR software. And that's a very different intent. And we like that. Where comparing with like Facebook and Instagram, don't get me wrong. I mean, Facebook is ingesting so much data. The amount of data that they have on us as users is just astounding. Terrifying. It is terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) It makes for really good targeting if you know what you're looking for. The problem is you're competing with what's above you and what's below you. And that's what's difficult when you're competing with your friends, when you're competing with family, and you're competing with just like the best advertising video I've ever seen. It can be really difficult to compete in that auction. So I think the big question for advertisers, right, this all makes sense. You can target topics and questions, or you can basically target personas or people that you think are going to be a fit for whatever target you're trying to reach. You have a conversion pixel. I think what matters to marketers is, does this work? Like, am I going to have a higher ROI by investing a dollar in this platform than the other ones? Why should marketers start to shift budget away from their other marketing channels to focus on Quora? This is what we get all the time, right? I mean, we know that Google, Facebook, and now Amazon are near 70% of ad budgets. So the rest of us are competing for the rest of the 30%. And we know that it's difficult to get that budget and to shift away with maybe it's a proven network. So really, if you're looking to test or experiment, maybe 10% of your budget can come over. And so where I see this being the advantage of it is it's a new platform. Meaning if you get in now, we haven't really reached the peak ROI yet. Meaning we haven't reached the point where you're going to be getting marginal gains like we're seeing with Google and Facebook. I mean, I think all of us out there have experienced that Facebook and Google are getting more expensive. So new platforms, get in while it's cheap, get in while it's fresh and new and experiment and hopefully you'll see those big gains. This is what I've been saying about the podcast advertising space. Uh, For those of you who listen to the show regularly and listen to the end of the month updates, I've been talking about a platform that we use called Knit, which is dynamic ad insertion for podcasts, right? I can put an ad for my show on Anderson Cooper's show, and I could basically have a self-service platform. It's the primary driver of growth of the MarTech podcast. And the reason why their inventory is relatively inexpensive compared to traditional digital advertising is there just aren't a lot of people who understand how audio advertising and how podcast advertising specifically works. There is not a lot of competition. It is not that the platform doesn't work. It's not that the platform doesn't have all the tools and bells and whistles. It's that there just aren't a lot of people who have moved their budgets from the channels that they understand to the new ones. I think that metaphor is very similar to Quora. People understand digital advertising for the most part. They understand I'm going to put ads into Facebook. The problem is the big boys are coming. The White Walkers are using a Game of Thrones metaphor here. The P&Gs of the world, right? The consumer packaged goods companies that have the mega budgets, the Pepsis of the world, you know, McDonald's, Coke. They're starting to move away from television and putting the hundreds of millions of dollars of advertising into the Facebook platform, which is making the costs escalate, right? When the big boys come in, prices get more expensive. And so you're seeing all of the 
traditional digital advertising platforms get more expensive unless you are able to really, really refine your target and you are absolutely an expert on getting down to a finite target that you know converts better than anybody else can. With platforms like Quora that are new, where you have the conversion pixel, which is what really matters, you have the opportunity to be a first mover. And that's one of the reasons why I keep hearing from people that are in the know in terms of digital advertising that Quora is the place to get the best first mover advantage right now. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to me about how you end up, and I'm going to be mean to one of the other social networks, and I'll say that I love this platform. Their advertising stuff has never worked for me, and I don't know a lot of people who have used it well. How do you avoid being Twitter? (laughs) Because in my mind, the Twitter platform is wonderful in terms of content creation. And I'd love to figure out how to use it for content syndication for the MarTech podcast. But every direct response advertiser that I've ever talked to said, it's got the pixel, it's got the targeting, people just don't convert. How does Quora end up focusing on conversions as opposed to just having the technology and being feature comparable to the other major digital advertising platforms? I'm with you on Twitter. Like I use Twitter every day. I love it. And whenever I see them reporting that half of their revenue is from video ads, I'm just like, oh, well, that makes sense. (laughs) That's why I can't get it to work as a direct response advertiser. So how do we combat that? And I think really it comes down to our intent. Where I see Twitter is really like real-time conversation now. I think people are going there for news. They're going there to actually talk. I think with Cora, again, it really is our intent of what people are trying to do And what are they hoping to accomplish when they come to the platform? And that's where it's a little bit different. And so what we're able to do, even though we're trying to get parity with other platforms, is really understanding that within the conversion pixel, we're hopefully able to get you those leads, get you those downloads, get you that purchase, whatever that conversion event is for you. And that's really what we're optimizing towards. And I think it's just a difficult thing to do on Twitter just because of the intent of the platform. So last question for you, 
for the vast majority of us, we haven't tried Quora advertising. What are the first steps you need to take to get a campaign up and running successfully? I'm going to give you two answers to that. So one of them is really built off what we talked about last episode. If you can understand the organic side to Quora, it's going to make you a better advertiser. And what I mean by that is you're going to understand how topics work, how questions are organized, and that's what's going to be important. You're going to take all that information. You're going to head on over Quora.com slash business, and you can set up an ad account within a few minutes. We don't require a credit card. You can set up your account. You're going to take those topics that you're looking for. You're going to take those questions that you're wanting to advertise for, and you're going to be able to build out a campaign relatively quick. So a couple of things that I want to point out when you start doing this, we actually offer you weekly impressions. It's an estimate based off the week prior. So we're going to tell you how many people we think you're going to reach or potentially reach within. So you'll be able to understand, is this juice worth the squeeze, right? That's what everyone wants to know. If I'm only putting in these questions or putting in this topic and it's only getting me 100, 200 people, it may not be enough. So you'll be able to understand that. The second piece that we have, we're here to help. So we actually launched a whole program to help out new advertisers. It's called Quora Quick Start. And what you'll be able to do is get campaign build help. You'll be have performance calls. It's about a 45 to 60 day program. The only thing that we ask for is a $1,000 test budget to spend over that 60 days. So that's roughly $20 a day. If you can afford that test, we will actually help you with building it out, optimization, performance, and really make sure that you have a great first experience. So you're able to get people set up. The website is quora.com slash business. And if you're investing $1,000 or more over a two-month period, then you're going to get somebody helping you set up your campaigns as well. Yeah, that's correct. We know that switching costs are real. We know that learning a new platform is real. For us, I mean, we're down here in Mountain View. And so we basically have half our engineers from Google. The other half is from Facebook. And we basically took Google and Facebook. If they had a baby, it's going to look a lot like Quora's ad platform. (laughs) You took the words out of my mouth. The most interesting thing to me about this platform is you are getting this very down the funnel type conversion where people are searching for questions to be answered. So if you're able to interject yourself into that conversation, there's a high level of user intent, just like you have with Google, but you also have the ability to spread it across a broad audience on a broad number of topics, just like you would on Facebook. So JD, let me just say, I appreciate you coming on to the show and telling us a little bit about the platform. It's absolutely something that we're going to prioritize and try to get a test up and running before the end of the year in terms of driving some organic growth and testing the ad platform for the MarTech podcast. Rumor on the street says this is one of the hottest ad platforms and there's high ROI. So I'm excited to test it. And I hope we're able to have you back on the show to talk a little bit about how that's performing. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to J.D. Prater, the evangelist from Quora, for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about J.D., you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet at J.D. Prater, J-D-P-R-A-T-E-R, or you can visit his company's website, which is quora.com business. A couple of links that I want to tell you about, which are in our show notes. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. 
If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you, so we created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Or if you'd prefer to have our content delivered to your inbox, we also have a once a week newsletter with links to our audio players, episode summaries, and the contact information for our guests. So to subscribe, go to benjshap.com newsletter. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks again to J.D. Prater from Quora for joining us. And until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.